They won't let me stand next to your fire. Close enough, though. Alex Brinka, author of The Hot Sheet, is here, the IPO Hot Sheet. Uh, she writes every week for us here at Bloomberg News. Uh, uh, separating us right now is Danny Berger. Uh, yeah. Keeping w- keeping the heat, keeping w- the heat limited here. Well, we, we, we were talking about the best guitar players of all time earlier on the show, and <laughs> Jimi Hendrix seems to get to the top of just about everybody's list. I don't know where you were on that, Alex, but... but uh, you, you got, you I would go, agree with you. I you weren't going to go Stevie Ray Vaughan? Uh, maybe, maybe. I thought not. you'd go with your native Texan. I know, I know. I, I have to be loyal to to the greats, though. And Jimmy uh, Jimmy can shake those hips, so uh, um, he's up there for me. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, what's, uh, what are you looking at in the IPO world? Well, I've, I've been off for uh, eight days. I didn't even check my email for it was glorious, just week off. What did I miss? So you missed uh, the ninth biggest corporate listing in the U.S. Uh, last week. Venator Materials. It's a paint pig- pin- paint pigment maker. A, a tongue twister there. Um, that the uh, chemicals company Huntsman actually took public last week uh, to raise $522 million in its share sale. It is the ninth biggest deal. And yes, the IPO is on the mind. But I spoke to the CEO of Huntsman, who's also the chairman of Venator last week uh, on the exchange. And and what was actually mostly on his mind was something that this Venator IPO freed up his uh, the namesake company Huntsman to do, and that is merge with the Swiss chemical maker Clarion. It's a deal that Corvex Management and Forty North, two activist investors, are fighting against, saying that Clarion is better off doing something else. But uh, Peter Huntsman told me that he is currently on the road, not only from the Venator Roadshow, but also trying to convince investors, and they think they have a good case for these two companies. Combining, so you know, Corey, that was the biggest one you missed last week. There wasn't a lot on the docket last Venator. week. Exactly, huh. there was. There's not a ton to go uh, for the rest of August, uh, and that's partly because of calendar. As you were, as I will be, a lot of folks are on vacation right now, so it's not the ideal time to be pitching your uh, company narrative to Wall Street. If Wall Street is in the Hamptons, then you have no one to pitch to. So I, I would expect the IPO market to continue to be relatively slow uh, until we get to Labor Day. I did look back, though, uh, just to kind of take a, a check-in temperature check on where we are this year in 2017. Um, it's a good time to do that. We've had 100 deals, 100 companies have listed in the U.S. to raise $23 billion. Uh, last year, only 67 deals for $9.8 billion. So we've seen a doubling here, both in basically both in quantity and amount of stock sold. And I'll also point out the deal sizes have been bigger this year 230 million is the average ipo size last year it was 146 million through I'm august the number so small it's it's you know it's last typical. year I, I felt like we saw a lot of bigger deals last year after labor day that's the thing we saw this big rush in 2016 after labor day and if you'll remember the first half of the year was kind of stop and go we saw some activity in the spring after having no listings in january in 2016 we saw a little bit of pickup uh, going into early summer in 2016, and then it all was kind of quiet on the listings front until after Labor Day when we started to see, especially some of the tech names, start to feed the market. So uh, 
last year, we only had one deal bigger than a billion dollar offering size. That was U.S. Foods uh, selling $1.2 billion in shares before the end of August. So this year is off to a better start. But I will say in my conversations with people, everyone does keep saying, you know, it's great to have some activity, but it's not quite as busy as we'd like it to be. There was so much backlog built up in uh, starting in late 2015 when the markets kind of went sideways that, you know, they're looking for some more names. So potentially uh, post Labor Day, we might see some more uh, recognizable names that are that are hitting the window. Uh, right. But how, how much of that uh, big deal size just has to do with how overvalued things are right now, especially in the tech space? I mean, what how much of that is this versus, uh, you know, the deals actually are that much larger than what we've seen previous years? Uh, valuation is kind of become a point of contention, especially in tech listings lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, you mentioned earlier, Snap and Blue Apron, two companies that have listed that listed earlier this year uh, that had these kind of big private valuations and are now kind of struggling. Snap, which listed in March, is down uh, 21% right now from its listing price uh, down from that, you know, 20 plus billion dollar valuation. Blue Apron's only been trading for about a month and that stock is down 41% as of today. So when it comes to uh, companies who are deciding, I think more in the in the future, it's going to really impact valuation. In the past, folks were still willing to pay up. Now that tide might be changing. I mean, the Blue Apron deal is just kind of amazing. I mean, we talked about a lot of the weaknesses in the stock when you and I did and when we talked about it here on the radio show. And and uh, but wow, I mean, just it's just an epically bad performance in a very short period of time. It is a resounding uh, maybe not from the investor community when it comes to whether it deserves to be in the valuation category of the Amazons or the other e-commerces of the world. Right now, that value uh, about one point two billion dollar market value down from three. Pil- $3 billion private valuation before the deal is looking closer to a grocery company, which, Corey, was what we talked about quite a bit. And I, and I wonder day. what happens for all those venture investors who were in this deal who had resets at a certain point, but they didn't with the IPO price at that level. So they're not going to get all those shares that, you do that they might have hoped for. Yep. Uh, that is something that especially the early investors or the employees whose options are all underwater, uh, not, some, not great feelings going on there uh, in terms of the Blue Apron holdings.